The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, little nugget coming out of the Marketing to Women conference back in April found this extremely interesting. She speaks CEO Elisa Freud um, shared some insights into their shopper marketing study that was actually conducted with iVillage. It was really looking at the engagement with women through online community websites, forums, message boards, and, and really how that engagement drove product preference, loyalty, and of course, purchase, because that's what we always want to do, right? Drive purchase. Well, according to that She Speaks I Village study, 77% of women say they are more likely to look for a product in a store after reading a review about it on a community forum or message board. And the majority, 67%, are also more likely to make an in-store purchase as a result of reading about it on a community board or um, message form. Very interesting. So lots of those reviews, those peer-to-peer reviews, huge driver people. The study also showed that while social networks like Facebook and Twitter, they're, they're very important when it comes to communicating with this target, just over a majority, 51% of women who actively fo- followed brands and retailers online, they were really less influential in pro- prompting those purchases. So really not a lot of driving from Facebook and Twitter people. Really good to stay in front of this target, but that's not going to move them to purchase. Um, Digital channels like online coupons, product reviews by um, consumers, emails from companies and brands, and articles read online were much more influential than Facebook and Twitter. So I thought that was just really great data data that actually can go back, take a look at your channels, uh, maybe take another look at them and decide, are you putting the focus on the right channels? Are you really driving the purchase the way that you want to and feel like you can based on your channel mix? Well, our first profile today is Gucci Girl. She's a single woman in her late 20s, early 30s, have a higher income than most, and are very fashion conscious. There's nearly 2 million of these women around in the U.S. today. Median age of 29. They graduated from college. They're single, employed full-time, no kids. Make about $91,000 a year. They do keep up with fashion, fashion magazines, in fact, helping them to determine the clothes that they buy. They do switch up their clothes every season. They're looking for change and variety. They love to just get out and shop whether they actually buy anything or not they want to make a statement and stand out in a crowd and they're really driven by money they want to get to the very top of their career they'd like to set up their own business and you know they're willing to give up time with their family to advance their career 
They are willing to try new stores and new brands. They're not particularly loyal. So they actually go out of their way to find new stores and scout new brands. Coupons will draw them into stores. So remember that She Speaks I Village study. We know coupons do drive to purchase while the Gucci girl is not alone. Um, When it comes to shopping, she's shopping at Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, Banana Republic, New York and Company, and Taylor. She's driving an Infinity, a Cadillac, a Jeep, or a Nissan. Her cosmetics line ranges from good old Dove to Alme, Chanel, and even Avon. She's wearing Gucci, of course, otherwise it wouldn't be the Gucci girl, Kenneth Cole, Calvin Klein, Chanel, Estee Lauder, and Vera Wang. This woman is reading a lot of entertainment and lifestyle publications, as you could imagine, like Cosmo, Glamour, Elle, In Style, Vogue. She's also reading Entertainment Weekly, Self, Shape, and The New Yorker. She's watching E, VH1, MTV, Lifetime, Bravo, HGTV, and TLC. And she's online, as you can imagine, at all the social sites, some of the big ones, iVillage, MySpace, uh, checking out her travel on Travelocity, eBay, USA Today, and eHarmony.com. Well, my guest today certainly knows about women. In fact, that's what her specialty is, marketing to women. Renita Van Dusen is the founder and CEO of Athena, a strategic design firm. When we come back, we're going to talk to Renita about how design can impact women and what they purchase in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. And that means building a new generation of safe, clean nuclear power plants in this country. It means making tough decisions about opening new offshore areas for oil and gas development. Well, it seems like the president and I are on the same track now. It's time to search for truth. We know what's best for our economy. We know what's best for our security. That means getting energy independent and using some of the natural resources that we're blessed with. Fight for our freedom. But, Mr. President, you've been president for year. Your party has controlled the House. They've controlled the Senate. You could have done anything that you wanted to do. And talk with some common sense. We're going to help you out. We're going to help you do something about it. Come October, we're going to elect some people that will stand behind this new policy of yours and help you get it done. The Jerry Abrams Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. 
Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. I'm so excited to have Renita Von Dusen joining me today. She's the founder and CEO of Athena, a strategic design firm that specializes in marketing to women based right here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Renita, welcome to the program. Hi, Renita. Welcome to the program. I think we may have a problem with Renita's connection there. As we try to figure that out, just want to give you a little information on Renita. Um, her background is in design. She's worked a lot for two top Twin Cities agencies before starting her own agency called Athena. And um, I'm actually based right here in Minneapolis as well. So it'll be interesting to talk to Renita when she finally comes on, to have the opportunity to kind of swap some stories around the Twin Cities. Uh, she founded Athena in 2003, and it is very much focused on marketing to women and, in fact, really interested in finding out why exactly she chose back in 2003 to really focus on marketing to women. As those of you who listen regularly to Purse Strings know, the whole marketing to women movement really didn't begin till around 2000, I want to say. And, uh, you know, it seems odd since we are actually the majority population in the United States that this is a movement that didn't actually begin until about 10 years ago. But nevertheless, um, it did. And um, we had a few trailblazing women at that time who kind of picked up on the fact that women were spending a lot of money in the consumer marketplace and, in fact, were driving decisions to purchase. And uh, and with all of that happening, of course, once a few women got out there and started talking about it, a couple of influential men started talking about it before you know there was a whole entire movement and here we are in 2010 um, now absolutely we are the majority and in, in many places across the country whether it be grad school uh, with medical school business school uh, law school but also of course clearly we make more than 86 percent of all the purchasing decisions so I'm just curious if Renita was influenced by those trailblazers that I spoke of or not. We're hoping that we're able to get her back on the line in just a moment. We're going to take a quick break, try to get her lined up, and when we get back, hopefully we'll have um, an exciting conversation with Renita Van Dusen with Athena back in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. 
Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. We finally have Renita Von Dusen, founder and CEO of Afina, a strategic design firm on the line. I think we've conquered our technical issues, Renita. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> So glad to hear your voice. Well, I was doing a little tap dancing before, and I already talked a bit about your agency. I mentioned Afina was founded in 2003, but I would love for you to share with listeners today a little bit about your firm. Sure, that's great. So Afina is a brand strategy and design firm specializing in marketing to women. I founded the company under a different name, but in 2008 rebranded my firm to specialize and be more narrowly focused towards the niche that's not really a niche. Um, we we engage in strategic branding and design to meet the buying needs of the marketplace that we understand is women. So there you have it. There you have it. There you go. And it's so interesting because I was saying earlier that this whole movement in this quote-unquote niche group of marketing to women, which we all know, as you said, is not niche, really began about 10 years ago. So you were really on the cutting edge in 2003 talking about marketing to women. I was just curious, were you, were you kind of influenced by kind of that early pioneering days, if you will, in the marketing to women uh, industry? You know, I just got involved in it just in the last um, couple of years, basically with all of the clients that I've had and just the need that I've seen. Um, it's it's something that um, I kind of happened into and have been just really passionate about. Um, it, you know, Afina kind of combines my two loves, the design and connecting women, and it's just something that um, I've been really interested in and um, done a lot of research on and and tried to really figure out how to become a thought leader in the in the um, industry. Well, it sounds like you're being successful at it. Talk a little bit about the name Athena. Where where does that come from? Yeah, our name Athena comes from the Latin Athenitas, which means a passionate relationship. 
So we talk about being passionate about design, and we really want to partner with others who share our enthusiasm. We, um, we believe that the key to designing for the female consumer is really to engage passion into a brand story, which delivers that emotional impact, and that's what engages and connects women. Well, and marketing to women, I know your your background is is on in design. You're, I know you're passionate when you talk about passion. You're talk, you're passionate about design. Talk a little bit about how uh, marketing to women could actually mean not only marketing and designing for women, but also designing for men's brands as well. Sure, right. You know, the the funny thing is, a couple of weeks ago, somebody asked me well, what if you were to design packaging for a man's deodorant? I think he thought he was going to trip me up, and I asked him back, well, what percentage of men's deodorant is actually bought by a woman? So we need to be thinking beyond who just uses the product, but also who purchases the product and why. Women purchase with a reason, um, not that men don't, but when you design with the woman in mind, you usually bring the man along too. Women want relevance. It's about delivering the right message at the right time, and by engaging women the right way, you're not only winning the heart of your most lucrative customer, as Marty Barletta says, um, she's the guru of marketing to women who wrote the book, um, you're, marketing, you're marketing smarter to all of your customers, and we really believe that. Well, and that's absolutely true. We know that the threshold of women are very high, and if you meet that threshold with women, as you said, you're definitely going to meet uh, the threshold of men. You know, you, you talk a lot about, of course, Athena being passion. You talk a lot about your work as working with passion brands. In your estimate of that, I guess, of that description, what is a passion brand? What makes a passion brand? Yeah, so passion brands um – We call them um, like brands and companies that consumers can believe in, relate to, experience, and love. Um, And we have a certain recipe, if you will, for designing a passion brand. There are three main ingredients, um, and they all work together to create that very special passion brand. And those three keys are inspiration, authenticity, and passion. Now, if you want me, do you want me to keep going on on, um, those? I would love for you to dive into those a little bit deeper. I think people would be really inspired to hear your thoughts on those. Okay, cool. So the first inspiration, um, it really means doing your research. And we believe in doing traditional and not traditional methods to get inspired by your audience, your subject matter, your content. It really means creating an emotion. Designing with inspiration unlocks that emotional response that helps trigger a purchase. And inspiration is the first key. So the second key is authenticity. Um, it's not surprising that you know good design for women and for all really is authentic. I believe the di- difference between good brands and great ba- brands is the authenticity factor. So a m- brand must be real to be believable and loved. Authenticity through design means visually translating that realness and transparency into a believable brand. So that's the second part. And then lastly, um, passion. I've mentioned passion a number of times. But we believe in designing with passion. So what does that mean? It really means designing with a story in mind. The story is that emotional connection that you need to connect with your female audience. As women, we want to relate to each other. We're not out to compete. So designing with a brand with, that, uh, with passion has that story that is that connection. 
And then if you think about it, those three ingredients, inspiration, authenticity, and passion, really don't work alone. They have to work together to create that very special brand. And so we believe that, you know, before we begin our design process, we need to decode who specifically that woman is. And using inspiration, authenticity, and passion to uncover that, um, we discover who she is, what she wants, and why she buys. Mm-hmm. And as brands, we know that you can't market to all women the same, right? I mean, you know, you, you want to be, as you said, authentic to the woman. So how Absolutely. do you connect? Yeah. How do you connect the brands with the women, that particular woman that they're seeking to kind of woo and connect with? Yeah, absolutely. So we need to make sure it's, it's all about getting that research in place before you engage in design. It's, you know, it's not creating design for design's sake. We see design as a long-term investment in um, your brand and your company and really believe in creating um, identities that last. And, and in order to do that, we have to make sure that um, we understand who it is we're talking to. And so you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not just every woman. So um, before, you know, we start design, we always have to understand who she is and then from there move on to a specific strategy. And it's not unlike designing for men either. I mean, we oftentimes design, you know, brands that that span, you know, across the the gender, you know, but it's it's really making sure that we understand we know what women want. There's a the book that just came out by um Paco Underhill um and and has is called What Women Want and that's just that's just another example of how we can try to understand what that is, but it's not always, you know, a well, one size fits all. Yeah, it absolutely isn't. And we know uh, a lot of it's subjective, too. And I would imagine with design, you kind of do get in that subjective space. What What is it about great design that resonates with women? Clearly, great design probably could help them pick something off a shelf. But, but what is it? What else do women look for in what we would call great design? Yeah, so I always think that there needs to be an emotion connected with it or a story. So I mentioned before, women want to relate. They want to establish links instead of rank. So they want to be able to tell their best friends about the iPhone that she can't live without or a new website that helps her organize her photos or a new restaurant that has impeccable food and service. So she talks. Um, you know, she talks with her best friends, but she also wants to talk to the next person in line at Trader Joe's about the newest snack she found that's not only delicious, but also good for you and for the kids. So um, great design is, you know, has that story in it and, and will be that catalyst to, you know, con- continue that story um, and, and, and get women to kind of crave what they want. If that, does that make sense? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It kind of lures them, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it speaks yep. to them kind of speaks to them on another on another plane on another level and yep. you know we saw what great design did i think the classic cases method of course you know um mm-hmm. it gets people to try the product and um i know i just said at the top of the show i was talking about a she speaks i village study about how women are lured by coupons and they're lured by other women recommending products on community boards and and posts so there's all kinds of ways i think that women can be lured to try it i would imagine that design is is a key focus of that um Mm -hmm. talk a little bit if you could about um you know kind of the focus on community because as much as you talk about 
design and, and uh, passion brands and integrity or inspiration, authenticity and passion, you also are very focused on the community. You actually give back through a variety of channels. Talk a little bit about how that's good for business. Yeah, well, as an entrepreneur, especially a woman entrepreneur, I, I believe it's not only good for business, it's necessary for business. And I believe it's what we want, we as women want. Um, between 1997 and 2002, female-led firms grew by nearly 20%, whereas overall firms um, just 7%. So the number of women-owned firms continues to grow at twice the rate of all U.S. firms. And female entrepreneurship is leading the way, and we know we need to and want to give back to our community. So an example that I have of that is um, way back in design school, I was kind of worried about, you know, being a designer and I wouldn't be able to make a difference in this world. But we really all can make a difference. And um, one person, one family, one community, I um, actually, we we made $1 million of a difference so far in the Twin Cities. Um, and the right branding does make a difference. And this is what we did. We, uh, my, um, five years ago, my mother passed away from pancreatic cancer. And pancreatic cancer is very underfunded. And so what my brothers did was they rode across the country in honor of my mom, and we called it Purple Ride for Mom. So I came up with this brand of Purple Ride. We raised about $30,000, but the next year, the uh, Pancreatic Cancer Action Network locally wanted to um, do a fundraiser event, and we decided to do a local Purple Ride. So we branded that, and this will now be the fifth year, and we have now raised over a million dollars in the Twin Cities for the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network and Purple Ride. And it was oh, interesting. that's so exciting. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. But, you know, we, we, most of our volunteers are women, women, and it isn't a women's disease, but most of the women that, that volunteer have lost a mom or dad or siblings to the disease, and there's where that passion and story comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and that's where, you know, we've created this, this story to tell other people and this brand that has resonated. And ironically, or I don't know if it's ironic, but PANCAN, the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, has been so pleased with the fundraising and branding we did, they've actually adopted the brand Purple Ride and Purple Strides all over the U.S. And there are um, a handful of rides and over 30 strides this year. So it's really a great example of what a brand can do, a passion brand, and we are now passionately purple. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That's uh, that's such an exciting and inspiring message, I think, for people listening today who they know that, that especially women want to buy products and support brands that support their communities, right? And I think what you're doing through, you know, your pancreatic um, support, cancer support, it just really emulates kind of the bigger scale opportunities for brands out there and what they can do to kind of identify a passion, grow that passion, make it a cause, bring people along, and really impact their brand. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, before we leave, I, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what you think are the three top tips um, companies need to consider who are really seeking to connect with women in the marketing to women space. Maybe connecting to community is one of them, but I'm, I'm interested to hear what you think the top three absolutely 
ethnicities are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, I mentioned the three kind of uh, recipes, the ingredients we have for our recipes, which is inspiration, yep. authenticity, and passion. And I think that is definitely one thing to keep in mind when you're designing. Good design resonates with women. And so, you know, that would be definitely one of my tips or even all three of my tips. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's extremely important to make sure that we connect with these women in the right way and doing the research before you engage in design is one of those those um, those key factors. Wonderful. Well, Renita, for those people listening today, where can they find you? Where can they learn more about Athena? So we are on uh, the web at, at AthenaDesign.com, A-F-F-I-N-A Design.com. Fabulous. We also have a blog, HerBrandMatters.com, that um, I occasionally um, talk about um, these types of things. Wonderful. And if people are interested in painting themselves purple and supporting your cause, is there a separate URL for that, or can they find it on Athena's Yep, you can find it through there, but it's also PurpleRide.org, and that's through the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, but Mm PurpleRide.org. Awesome. Well, I wish you... A much, much success with Athena and also um, with the pancreatic cancer work that you're doing. It's so important overall to those suffering from that and the families suffering for that, but also just in general to support something you're passionate about. So best success with that. And thanks so much for being on the program. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's been wonderful. And thanks to George for another great show. And join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings right here, Tuesday, 3 o'clock. I'll have on Kodak's Susan Stove. We're going to be talking about their sponsorship of the Marketing to Moms Conference coming up this October in Chicago. Again, Kodak is the major sponsor of Marketing to Moms this year. We're going to talk a little bit about why they chose to put their money behind marketing to moms and what Kodak is doing to blaze the trail for moms. That's coming up right here next week, Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one.